minute. We're back. Friday episode. This is the podcast that we go through the movie Tombstone, talk about it, discuss it minute by minute. I'm Rob, and I'm joined by Joe. Hey, it's happy hour. It's a, this yep. is our favorite one to do. Friday oh, we happy love hour. springboard into the weekend. Let's party. We love we love we love our Friday podcasts. This is when we're you know we want to leave everyone on a high note, get ready for the weekend, and we're gonna do that with talking about minute ten which is uh, at the train station in Tucson, and this is when the Earps reunite. We sort of see all the Earps and their significant others. Yeah. A shout-out to uh, that director for that great little searcher's framing that he does as the brothers come together through that doorway. That's, intent A, intentional, but then B, what are we supposed to make of that? Did you notice that when you were going through Yeah, it, it is interesting. Um, it's sort of, this is... <clears throat> This is this is like the first minute where I think this movie that we're watching gets really guilty of being really, really, really um, saccharine, I guess. Like, it's just so sugary, and I think that's just setting it up, where it's like, oh, they're together, and you sort of have the framing. Maybe it, might, it could just be an homage to the searchers. It could be nothing more. Yeah, I, I, can, I would imagine so. Um, so we see, we kind of meet everyone's significant other. We see Virgil with his, uh, with Allie. Um, we see a very age appropriate uh, couple, <laughs> and we see Morgan with uh, Louisa, Louise, Louise, I think, or maybe it's Louisa, Louise. Do you it remember? Matter. Okay. Um, and this has there's I love this movie. That's why we're doing this. But there are lines in this movie that I don't understand, and on the top of that might be the part where they're meeting, and Kurt Russell, why Earps is this? And because it's Kurt Russell doing it, he pulls it off, and it sounds really cool, but it doesn't make any sense to me. He says, you're so lovely, darling. I'm at your feet, just at your feet. I don't know what he's talking about. Like, I'm at your... (laughs) I'm at your feet generally means, like, I'm, like, honored to be with you, right? Like, I'm essentially, like, you're you're kind of beyond me and I'm just at your feet to even be near you. But I'm at your feet. Just at your feet doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I think that that most of this movie, pretty much every scene, Kurt Russell's just trying desperately to make the audience understand why he's married to her. Well, but there's really no reason. Um Well, so so that so you're referring to his wife, Maddie. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Um but this is but when he yeah, meets Morgan's wife. I I think that he's well, okay, you know, you're right. He's probably just so happy to be with anyone but his wife. That's true. He he, he is probably delighted about that. Um, I have, like, this really weird... Um, I, another... This whole sequence... This whole minute probably could be cut, if we're being honest. Um, they talk about how Morgan... Mom always said Morgan was the best-looking one. And then Virgil says she doted on the frowner... And then Morgan, laughingly like an idiot, which is all he does in this movie, says, that's right. What does that mean? Uh, imagine that maybe he was a little <laughs> spoiled and like he'd pout if he didn't get his way. So is Morgan the frowner or is Virgil the frowner? I, Morgan is my interpretation. See, I always thought... Uh, honestly, most of the time when I'm watching this minute... You're getting a drink. This is when I go up to the, yeah, I'm going to get a drink or I'm checking my phone... <laughs> As a as a kid, I honestly probably was fast forwarding through past it. I can tell you, there's a scene coming up later involving horses that I always fast forwarded through. Yeah, because horses are weird. Um, so 
this <laughs> the sequence ends um it ends with them posing for a photo in a window that no one's taking. Yeah, just kind of like soaking it all. And I actually think that that's kind of a sweet moment. It really should have happened 40 seconds. Like all the interviews, like they should have met the brothers. The wives should have come in there and then they should have been like, here we are, we made it. And then they go to there and then the minutes, the movie's 45 seconds shorter. None of that weird dialogue. But instead, we also get... Maddie's appearance. Now, can we? Do you mind doing a little role playing for me? Um, who would you like me to be? I would like you to be the actress playing Maddie. Okay. And I'm I'm your agent. Okay. Okay. The whole time. Yeah. So we're gonna make this really campy, over the top western. But your only okay. job is to be completely miserable and ruin every scene that you're in. But this is a love. I mean, I'm the love interest for him, right? No, actually, um, <laughs> for about an hour, maybe hour and a half, you're going to make his life completely miserable <laughs> and so that this other actress looks really good in comparison to you. Oh, can I have that role? No. Ugh. I think that's probably how it went, Joe. <laughs> I, she, I, I think that the actress isn't even acting. She just read the script and is like, well, I've got a mortgage to pay. and But, I mean, it's the most thankless role in the history of film it's pretty bad and all like i think all her lines are about laudanum yeah pretty much um because she right away and then also there's it's the first she... thing she says <laughs> yeah why like, i just oh, got I'm off here. the train why i know we've been here for 45 seconds i already sprinted to the store uh and uh they don't have laudanum here i have uh, a headache wyatt I love how he deals with it. I think he just goes, "It's fine." It's true. I think he he might actually hush her. Hush. <laughs> Shh. Oh, I c- cannot uh, believe that this she, is in, that this movie includes all this. Well, listen. I'm sure this is just minute ten. I'm sure it won't be a a minute coming up where she also asks for laudanum. <laughs> um. I, <laughs> I believe the very next minute she asks again. The very next minute, the uh, I'm not sure which, either Virgil or Morgan's wife hands her a bottle. She's like, oh, I just get headaches. Oh, yeah, we can all tell that. You just, so it's Allie. It's Allie. Who, I don't want to jump ahead, but it's Allie who hands her that bottle. And Allie is played by an actress named Paula Malcolmson, who people might recognize now. She is Katniss's mother in the Hunger Games movies. Oh, okay. How about that, huh? Pretty cool. Yeah. People who have been listening all the way through here um, probably remember that, that my theory is that this film is primarily a cautionary tale against marriage. Yep. And um, this is this is where it really begins in earnest. It's a little like I, that wedding's the red wedding, you know, you could kind of say, well, that's just to establish how bad those guys are. But, I mean, to, I really think that a lot of psychological damage was done to me because of this minute in this film. He's so excited to see his brothers and she just stumbles in there <laughs> frowning and shaking, desperate for drugs. <laughs> I mean, the the wider Maddie Blaylock relationship is not a crowning one in any mean by it's the worst <laughs> romantic relationship i've ever seen on film <laughs> well i mean but 
we have to see that because when he later on spoilers moves on from her we they have to create her to be such a terrible person that we're like well that's not cheating that's just what he should do she, she's a female character presented with all the sensitivity of a Lars von Trier film. <laughs> she is awful. And um, unfortunately we will get to her a lot because I think we should be on account for if she ever says anything that's not about laudanum. <laughs> I, I think all her lines are about it. She was probably I, paging through that and being like, wait a minute. It's every time. Yep, every time. That's really all you want. Your motivate. Your character's motivation is opium, and that's really it. And, and I, I, also, how many times she uses headaches as an excuse? Well, I mean, that's just a that's the classic married trick right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't know because of this movie. All right. Well, now that we've that out of the way, you you must have taped this film off of TV and like they cut it out of the TV version <laughs> when you were a kid, and that's why you're happily married. We might be able to do an historical study and find that like people around our age like didn't get married as much, and we you know we're talking about millennials and tracking all this stuff, but really it's just because a bunch of boys watch Tombstone. Yep. And Kurt Russell's listening to this right now, just shaking his head, nodding it. Yep. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> Good job, Joe. Good job. You, you message received. Uh, do you have anything else on uh, minute ten? Uh, no, I just want to apologize to my girlfriend. <laughs> Other than that, I feel like great. I feel like every Friday episode should end with that. Um, okay, well, I think we're good. <laughs> we're, we've got ten. Really, like every day. <laughs> I am alive should end with that and begin with it. We're going to end minute 10. Uh, enjoy the weekend, everyone. We'll be back on Monday for minute 11 of Tombstone Minute. Mm-hmm.